Well, hey there, awesome day. Life is good. Life is always good. Even when it's bad, it's good because it's there to teach us something. Today, what's it mean? We're going to talk about what's it mean. But of course, it's that time again when we're going to pick another key component and key area of our life to go through to actually apply the soap method to, the soap process to, in order to create another opportunity to make it automatic that we deal with challenge and we deal with changes in a positive way, a way that serves us every single time, no matter what. We can't even, if we go through it often enough, we can't even go back to the way we used to handle challenges and obstacles and and things like that before. Anything that comes up that tips us over a little bit, we can't even handle it the same way again because the SOAP model has become a foundational framework through which we analyze everything on a subconscious level. So. For the next two weeks, I have decided I'm going to work on and go through mindset. And to me, mental and emotional, both those categories, really fall under the, the umbrella of mindset and what things mean. And today I want to talk about, I'm going to do mental first and then next week we'll do emotional. And you could argue which would you do first, you know what, they're all interrelated, right? Physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships and contribution, they're all interrelated. It's impossible for us to think that we are one or the other of any of these categories. Everything is interconnected and interrelated, and it always will be. So, the next couple of weeks, mindset, and to me, mindset falls under, what falls under that is the mental aspects of our life, so we're going to go through, I'm going to go through, you can go through whatever area of your life that you want. Again, you might be still working on physical. This is our one, two, three, fourth time through, fourth time through, yep, because I did physical, then I did financial, then I did relationships last week, or in the last round through, and then today we're going to do mental, I'm going to do mental for the next five days, go through the soap model, and then we'll go to emotional, and, and why, does it matter what order, no, some people will say, hey, your emotions come before your thoughts, and I will say, it's like the chicken and the egg, do you think something and then have an emotional response to it, or do you feel something first and then think about it? I don't know. It happens so fast, and I'm sure some scientists could tell us, oh no, one happens before the other. But since I don't personally know the answer, I'm just going to share based on my own personal experience. So as far as mental and mindset goes, as I'm doing the SOAP model, I'm going to cover a couple of really key topics that I've learned over my vast years of, of studying and looking into to stuff that impacts me and therefore impacts other human beings as well, right? But something that I've experienced is probably something that many of you or that you personally might have experienced. So one of those things is what does it mean? And I, I'm trying to think back when I really discovered for the first time that I got to decide what things mean and that and the power and the sense of, wow, that's amazing. Um, and I, it was so long ago, I don't even remember when it was, but it was after school it was after high school it was probably after college because I was still living in the do what you should do be a good girl type uh, way of thinking and it's the thing about our thoughts our thoughts you know we're not born as far as I'm aware we're not born um, consciously aware of our thoughts and of things. We're always thinking, right? Have you ever tried to not think? Have you ever tried to turn your thoughts off? Have you ever tried to not think of Goofy? If I say, hey, don't think of Goofy, 
what is popping into every one of our minds. Goofy, right? We're goofy. That's all we can think about. Can't think about or see anything else because all I can think about is goofy because you said don't think about goofy. So one of the fastest, easiest ways to get yourself to think about something is to tell yourself not to think about it, right? Have you ever thought about, I have to get to sleep, I have to get to sleep, I have to get to sleep, and you're trying to get to sleep. And of course, the more you're thinking, I have to get to sleep, you're, you're keeping yourself awake. So I can't remember, and I'll have to think about it. I really wanna think about it now because I'm curious. When did I first discover and realize that I saw things differently than other people? That was probably in about fourth grade, probably, you know. I, and I guess I've always had this sense of, I feel different than other people. I see differently than other people. But guess what? So do you. So does everyone on the planet. We all see and experience our life through, the, through our own experiences, right? Through our own skin, through our own feelings, through our own senses, sight, sound, hearing, smell, touch, taste. We, you know, and then that sixth sense, we all, we're all different and we all are different entities and different human beings with the amazing ability to think and decide and determine what everything needs and it's really it's it's super empowering but it, it also highlights some of our differences from other people right even though we're all connected and we're all in this life together we're all you know we're all having similar experiences in terms of living we get to decide what every experience means to us, what every feeling, what every thought, what every word, what every definition means to us. What a magnifying glass means to me is different than what a magnifying glass might mean to you. Yeah, we, it's a physical thing, we can see it, we know what it is, we can define it, but what it means to me is a lifeline. What it means to you is probably, hey, I can read small print when, when, I'm, when there's lights lower, when it's dark, or when I really need to see something. To me, a magnifying glass is currently way more meaningful to me than it ever was when I was younger, and way more meaningful to me than um, ever before because it represents freedom, my ability to still function in some ways that otherwise I couldn't function. So to me, it's like a lifeline. To you, it's probably, it's just a magnifying glass. It just doesn't mean that much. And you know what? I could live my entire life without a magnifying glass. Me, on the other hand, I rely on magnifying glasses. I've got one, two, three, four sitting here in every color and one in every room of my house because I can't personally function with my level of vision right now without a magnifying glass. So what things mean to us not only mean different things to each and every one of us, but they mean different things to us at different times and different periods in our life. When I was younger, I couldn't care less about a magnifying glass unless we were doing science experiments with them, you know, in the yard or something and trying to start grass on fire. Yes, I have done that with magnifying glasses when I was a kid. So here's the, the truth. You and I, each and every one of us, have the power right now within us to decide what absolutely everything means. We get to decide what our past means to us and what it's gonna to continue to mean to us in the future. We get to decide what our own reality is. Now this is where I usually lose people, including my ex-husband, because a couple of the things that I've believed for a really long time is we get what we expect, we get what we think about, and, and we actually create what we think about by thinking about it. And there's all kinds of scientific studies on that about um, observation and scientific impact of, of, of studying something and the, that just the fact that we're studying it and looking at it causes it to change. So 
these aren't things I've made up. These aren't, you know, beliefs that just I have. There's, you know, lots of science and lots of people that, that and again, beliefs, what are beliefs? Our beliefs are thoughts we think a lot or something that we experience with such emotional intensity that it gets locked into our brain, locked into maybe our conscious and probably for sure it gets locked into our subconscious and our conscious mind may or may not be aware of it. So we're always thinking. Uh, I'd say try a little experiment. Close your eyes, take a deep breath and just breathe and try to focus on your breath. To me, meditation is breathing and focusing on my breath to try to quiet my thoughts, quiet my mind, and just be present at a certain time whenever I'm trying to, to relax or, or meditate or, or, or not think of something, but come up on a subconscious level with a solution to a problem. So our mind is, is the most powerful thing in the universe. And it doesn't matter whose mind it is, our brains, the human brain, is the most powerful thing in the universe. It runs absolutely everything, and usually on a subconscious level, that, that's going on. It causes us to blink, it causes us to breathe, it causes our body to function and digest food. Anybody know how to digest food on your own, to tell your, your cells and your body how to digest food? I certainly don't. So, it's an incredibly powerful tool, but so often, like everything else in our lives, it's operating by default. We're not managing it, we're not controlling it, we're not thinking about it. And one of the quickest, easiest ways to manage our thoughts and manage our mind, because it's impossible to say, I, I, I've always been an avid believer in trying to be optimistic and, and be a positive thinker. But the truth is, we have like, at minimum, and there's different statistics on this, like 80,000 thoughts a day. I don't know about you, but when would I have time, when would you have time to consciously sift through 80,000 thoughts in a day and decide, yep, I'm gonna keep that one, it's positive. Nope, I'm not gonna keep that one, it's negative. Ah, uh, that's neutral, it can go either way, but let's move it and spin it to a positive. Who could do that? Nobody, right? So we have to have filters, and over the next couple of days as we're talking about the soap bottle for mindset, I'll share a couple of topics. We'll talk about, I'm not gonna tell you what they are, but we'll talk about key ways and strategies that you can make filtering your thoughts and choosing the things that you want to think because they're moving you in the direction that you want for your life on purpose, right? But making it automatic that they get selected so that you don't have to try to consciously sift and sort through your thoughts because it's it's not possible, right? Even if you had a super computer in your head, which by the way, your mind, your brain is better than any possible supercomputer ever invented, ever known to mankind, at least at this point in history. And I think it will always be, because even a supercomputer can't run a, a, something as miraculous as a human body. And all the stuff that goes on it and all the functions that have to happen simultaneously to run just you and your body, to run just me and my body. So mental is the is the area that I'm, I'm selecting. It's up to you now to choose what area of physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, or contribution do you want to work on and go through the SOAP model on? Again, it, it's totally up to you. If you want to stick with, with one that you've done before or pick another one, it's up to you to decide. I'm going through, I decided yesterday that I would go through all seven. I've got time in a 40-day period to go through the SOAP model for all seven. So as we're talking about other topics, I'm going to make sure that I am personally working on each of the seven areas of my life through the soap process to 
throughout the 40-day challenge. 40 days is plenty of time to do that. And guess what? That means that instead of just impacting one area of my life, which is really, really powerful, by the way, if you focus on and concentrate on one area of your life, say I were to take my financial or my relationships or my physical, whichever area might be the lowest for me, and give it a concerted effort and do this over and over and over again for 40 days, I would not even recognize my financial situation from day one to day 40. Whenever we focus on, we can miraculously have things happen in that area of our life because we're concentrating on it. We're giving it the attention and the time and the energy that it needs to have massive changes in that area and aspect of our life. But I'm going to go through this time, and, and I think I might do that. Maybe starting in July, I will do a 40-day challenge in each of these areas of my life over the next several months for a to, to see what I can accomplish at the end of the year. Just thought of that, too. Maybe I'll do that. But for right now, I'm doing a five-day stint on each of these areas throughout the, the, this 40-day challenge. So mentally, what are my thoughts? And our assignment, our action item today, is to just grab a notebook, take your notebook out, grab it, start a new blank page. And I've actually done this before. I, I do this pretty often. Um, and just pick a blank page and just say thoughts about blank, whatever area you're working on. Because we want to, we want to know what we're thinking and what we're believing about any of these areas. That's one of the first steps. Remember, it's, it's kind of giving us a little advanced peek into the S of what we're doing, the story, the situation, what the situation is. Because the situation is what it is because of all the thoughts and all the experiences we've had up to today about a certain topic, about our physical well-being, about our emotional, about our spiritual, about our financial situation, about our what we're here to, to what our purpose is, our contribution to the world, our relationships. It's, it's the thoughts about our relationships that create our relationships. It's the thoughts about our physical body that create our physical body. It's the thoughts about our emotional well-being and our emotions that create our emotions. Nope, I guess I just said chicken before the egg thoughts create emotions, but do thoughts create emotions or do emotions create thoughts? Again, I, I don't know the answer. If you know the answer, put it in the comments below and let me know which is first, emotions or thoughts. Otherwise, I'm going to go with, hey, I don't know. They, they're, they're circular. But our assignment today is just get a piece of paper out and, and write down just some of the things that you're thinking. What are the thoughts that pop into your head the first? And, and as you write them down, all kinds of other thoughts will pop in. And you're going to be like, where did that even come from? I, I don't even know where that thought came from. But since I thought of it, I'm obviously thinking it either consciously or subconsciously. And the more things you write down, you'll go from your conscious mind to your subconscious. And what we really want to get at is what are those subconscious thoughts that are driving our behavior and our life? Because it's not the conscious things that we're thinking about that are giving us the, the results. Yeah, they have a little bit of an impact, but it's the subconscious programs, the thinking that we do automatically, that's really driving the train and setting us in a certain direction or not. I am a, a perfect example of that in several areas of my life, and I just, I know it, yet I, and that's part of why I wanna work on mental and mindset and thoughts, because I know that there are thoughts on my subconscious level that are driving my behavior and consciously I'm missing it. I'm missing something in a few key areas of my life and I need to find out what those things are. What are those thoughts? What are those subconscious thoughts that are creating results that I don't want in my life? That's it. If you have any questions about this, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow and we will 
roll right into cleaning up our act with the soap on this area and aspect of your life. Again, for me, it's going to be a couple weeks of mindset, both mental and emotional. I'm going to start with mental and then we'll go into emotional next week. For you, share in the comments below just what area you're going to work on, what area you're working on, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relationships, or contribution, what area, and you can even use the first letter of each one of those words if that's what you want to use as a comment. Just comment what area you're working on so I can kind of tailor the examples and, and make sure I'm covering everybody and not just focusing on what I'm doing as I go through the challenge so that I can make sure more people are being served. All right, have a great day, and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow. Get out that notebook, write down those thoughts, and see what comes up for you. Take care. See you tomorrow.